Welcome to the Unstoppable Profit Podcast. This podcast will give you all the tools to grow your business and live life on your terms. Millionaire agents and entrepreneurs think and act differently than others. This podcast will give you a simple, proven three-step blueprint to grow your business. Over the past 31 years of research in your industry, Mike Stromso has created a unique philosophy called the three P's, people, process, and promotion. This outside-the-box thinking and guidance provides agency entrepreneurs just like you the knowledge and tools you can quickly implement to explode your agency business. He has been there, done that, and he's still doing it. Wherever you are today, if you're starting with nothing or are well on your way to the success you desire, with the right people, processes, and promotions in place, you will be unstoppable. And now, I'd like to introduce your host, Mike Stromso. Greetings, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of the Unstoppable Profit Podcast. This is Mike Stromso coming to you live from the Living Agency Laboratory. And uh, I am on the lookout for some of the top agency professionals in our industry. And I am so uber pumped and excited to let you know today I found another one. And uh, I have known this agent for quite some time. I've trained with this agent. Uh, he is an absolute top performer in our industry. I could not be more proud and excited to have with us today the one, the only, Mr. Jesse Parenti. Jesse, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Mike. Thank you for having me. Oh, fantastic. Welcome. So, Jesse, before we get started this morning, um, let's uh, take uh, just a couple of minutes and let people know uh, who you are. Uh, you know, where'd you start out? A um, little bit about your school. How'd you get into the industry? And uh, you're still in the industry doing phenomenal stuff. Why? Well, um, I always tell people uh, my story started off with food. Uh, first generation Italian. Uh, and in the process of, I literally worked in the food industry starting at the age of 10. And that's where I worked for many, many years. And that actually is kind of what accidentally got me into insurance. And in the process of kind of helped my evolution to where I became and where I am today. Um, I've been an insurance risk manager for about 15 years now. Um, I was a generalist when I first got into the industry. Um, learned um, that you could do home and auto, you could do a little bit of commercial insurance, but I was successful, but maybe not loving it is the best way to put it. Um, I was doing okay, but not kind of loving what I thought I was doing. Um, I had left 25 years of hospitality and loved what I did. And I was looking for that same passion in this new industry. Um, at that time, I learned... I could actually work on commercial insurance and really focus on the restaurant industry. That's kind of where I started to sharpen my pencil. Um, and then later I had a little bit of luck. Um, I started getting into writing restaurants and then restaurants got me into pizza delivery. Pizza delivery really expanded kind of my, my, my palate for what I did for the restaurant industry, doing fine dining and family style. Food delivery and pizza delivery specifically is got a whole new animal that non onato and commercial auto exposure, which you know, Mike, is a whole new animal. You helped teach it to me. Um, and the process of when I started writing those accounts, I just I had a little bit of luck go my way. And then from there, I had more luck go my way because I started building stronger relationships with program managers, uh, trying to do a different job than anyone else in the space. And I started becoming extremely successful. And in the process of was able to acquire one of the largest pizza delivery uh, agencies from one of the largest wholesalers, Willis, 
um, about seven years ago, which really leapfrogged us into what was considered the big five. And there's five large agencies that manage pizza delivery in the United States, and we are one of them. Well, so, let me stop you for a minute, if I may, with all due respect, sir. So you put yourself in a position, and this is what I want to learn a little bit more about to help the people uh, listening and watching this podcast, possibly. Um, you were in a position to acquire that book of business. Why you? I mean, how did you put yourself in a position to be able to do that? Because they didn't just say, hey, we want to sell it to you just because you have money. You have to have something else to bring to the table. What was that? Uh, I think it was hyper-focused. Um, it was really understanding that if I was going to do pizza delivery, I wasn't going to write one-offs. I was going to write a lot. So my goal was to write... 20 the first year I did the next year I wrote 30 and year three this kind of where it came about where I had currently on our books about 60 pizzerias and and when I talked about the luck that happened the Willis division had a producer that was managing the program with a couple of people they chose to go a different direction and went with who became one of the other big five and opened a huge pizza division as well when that time happened, there was a void and I filled the void as an outside producer and just wrote good business and earned trust and learned and asked questions in every possible way that I could become an influencer or get involved to hopefully be their preferred broker because they would refer business to us. And they knew that if we wrote it, it was better business than any other broker in the United States. Then a year later, they came to us saying, we're not profitable in the space you're our lead outside producer. Would you like to buy? And I almost jumped over the table and said, yes. So, so let's, talk, let's talk about a key word that you just said. And I hope that everybody heard what Jesse just said, because this is critical. When you're getting ready to dominate any space in business, especially in the insurance commercial niche industry space, you are an influencer. How did you create your position as an influencer? Uh, I mean, I've taken that to a whole new level and we'll talk about that later in my new the industry and the place that we dominate now, but it really comes down to, we got in bed really with the industry. We started going and becoming partners with the franchisors. So we are a preferred broker of 18 franchisors nationally, national brands like Pizza Hut, Domino's, Marco's, Hungry Howie's, Brown Table, Mountain Mike's. We're, one of, we're either their broker or one of their brokers, and we earned that. And in the process of, we had to prove that we understood the space. We were a strategic partner with them. It's much more than just quoting insurance. You have to really become a financial bottom line with them to help them understand that everything you do affects their P&Ls. And when I uh -huh. want to tell you something, it's for your best interest. If Even if it means I lose money or I make money, I'm always looking out for my client's best interest. And that's kind of what we did at the corporate level. And then in return, they were sort of referring business back to us. And that just further strengthened what happened to us later on in time because I, I was being given direction, partly from you, saying, hey, you should try doing this. And you know me, I have no fear, so I just did. And in the process of pushing and banging down doors and really being that persistent person, I mean, what another in the same process that also I forgot to talk about is the California Restaurant Association is one of the largest restaurant associations in the United States, next to maybe the NRA. There's also another association in California called the GGRA, which is the Golden Gate Restaurant Association. 
And in San Francisco, there are more restaurants than there are in New York. There's 3,700 restaurants roughly in the small seven mile area of San Francisco. We became the authority with them as well. So by be doing human resources and trainings and proactive trainings for EPLI and just educating people on things that these are the challenges you're gonna have as a business owner. We wanna help you have a proactive approach, not just quote insurance. And you know, there's a strategic way of handling insurance and it's a lot more than just quoting it. And sometimes it's about saying no, correct? I've watched you in action, uh, being on the phone, taking control of calls and, and actually saying, hey, this is the way we do business. And you know, if, it, if, if we're not a good fit for you, that's fine. Uh, we will move on. Uh, and I think also selecting your clientele is probably one of the biggest, most important things. Um, I'm always fine tuning my pencil and sharpening it, but I think one of the best things I started doing was learning how to really qualify prospects. And it starts from setting the prospect appointment before you're in front of them now that we're not going to be in front of people we're doing zoom people need to be holding people even more and more accountable but it is a step-by-step -step process where you show up with the person you do the first step if they follow your pattern then you move to the next step and you've seen what i do I have a five-step process and it's a third you qualify you qualify you qualify you qualify you close and if you don't get through all the qualifiers you walk and we've proven it's working and it works. And if you don't do it, it won't work. And it's not that difficult, but you have to be disciplined enough to, like you said, Mike, walk. I, I've had many examples when I've driven two, two and a half hours for that first in-person meeting. I'm so excited. And the second I get there, I, I realize they didn't follow directions and my direction are clear. Please have all of your policies there when I get there. I don't care how big or small, if I've made the effort to come see you in person, do me the respect to follow the directions that I've requested of you so we can have a successful meeting. And when I have called people out within five minutes of what I've asked them to do and they try to BS me, I walk. And I've found real quickly people either dumbfounded and willing to go, whoa, whoa, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to disrespect you and they will do exactly what I want and we kind of work through the process. Or they think they're gonna use me like a used car salesman and get the same result and I am, I don't care, my time's valuable. I'd rather spend it on the road and be by myself than try to, try to do business with someone who is gonna be the most difficult business partner I can ever have. Because every person I work with, they're my business partner. Well, absolutely, and you said uh, you penetrated and began to dominate the Golden Gate Restaurant Association, 3,700 prospects. So you walk, you walk from one, there's a lot more out there. So. So you, 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 you know, Daisy, she used to be my game golden goose. And that's what we would do. We would literally go in the city and we'd go from our HR client and I would walk in as the risk manager to every account. And it was like, it was shooting fish in a pond. Right. But that's also what we realize is find out something that you're passionate about, find something that you love. And then you just need to find a common ground. Right. I mean, I mean, it's easy for me to talk to restaurateurs. I'm a foodie. I like wine. I like good cuisine. I don't care if it's expensive or cheap. I like good food. Right. So if you're there and you've got challenges, I can help you. But I also am not the guy that's like, I'm going to save you money because you may have problems and I'm going to be your reality check. Yeah. I'll be what you want to have. So for me, I'm always back to what you said. It's about the fit because yeah. I want to be able to have those hard conversations. I had a really hard conversation this morning with a client that I had to say, Mike, 
we're looking at a $150,000 loss, not going to be covered. And at the end of the conversation this morning, I was expecting to have nothing left and the insured is not upset with me at all. He realized this is due to a warranty in his contract. We're going to continue to fight it. But he also wants me to find another care because he's been my client for three and a half years. He goes, dude, you bust your ass for me. This is not your fault. I'm not upset with you. No matter how much I'm raising my voice, you're my guy. Help me solve the problem. Let's move forward. And that's what I care about, solving problems. If we're solving problems, we'll get through this. I'm helping people not pay their bills right now. You know what that does? That means I'm not getting paid. That's the right thing to do. And that's I right. hopefully have a portfolio in a year and have a job. But if I don't do that now, it doesn't even matter. They'll forget what you said. They'll forget what you did, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. And how we're making people feel right now or not making people feel right now is ultimately what they're going to remember about us. Kudos to you. I had that same conversation with a client, I'm going to say about two weeks ago, very significant loss uh, that the company was saying is not covered. I said, we're going to fight this. We're going to fight this and we are going to fight this. And that's all they want from you. They want you to be in their ring with boxing gloves on, man. So and the reality is, I know we're not going to have coverage. I've, I've read the contract, but I'm still going to fight on my behalf because it's the right thing to do. Like you and I know, there's no BI claims being covered. I'm still helping my clients turn in those so they get the denial letter because whenever that stimulus happens, because we know it has to, right. then they'll be first in line. That's right. Absolutely. Because you will have prepared them. Speaking of preparation, so you created a five-step process in the first niche that you built. And uh, I remember that conversation that we had many years ago in the very beginning stages of that. What, what a special opportunity that was. Thank you for the opportunity. And so you built this niche and you created your five-step proprietary process that you use to just dominate markets. And then you identified another niche market, which was ripe for the taking. And walk us through how you took which you had already learned in building the niche food delivery or the food delivery niche, and you applied it pretty easily and pretty systematically to the next niche, which you now dominate nationally. And the thing that oppresses me so about a lot of things that you're doing in that particular niche, but one is the state authorities, they, they pick up the phone and they want to know something about uh, insurance and this particular niche, they call you. Yeah. The state authorities, I'm like, wow, that is flipping awesome. So walk us through the beginning stages of how it happened, how you got into it, and where are you at now? So uh, I, think you I, no, totally. I think you and I both agree that uh, luck is what you make of it, and it's more of opportunities and, and door swing and what you do with or without that opportunity is what happens. Um, we are a national player, one of the largest players in a, a, as a boutique agency. Um, well, we were boutique, now we won't, we're not now, but we'll explain more about that. Um, in the cannabis space, um, we had a conversation, God, it's, it's been over five years now, it's flown by, wow. Right. Uh, we, had, we had an account manager in our office that always knew that we were in the mood to talk to anyone for acquisitions. We had made seven acquisitions at that point for small businesses and small books and we felt pretty confident who we were that we knew what it was and what we needed to do. 
Well, um, they said there's a small agency in Arizona that has a cannabis book of business of all places, because Arizona's at zero tolerance, which is interesting. Not anymore, it's completely changed. Um, and they're looking to sell. Do you guys have any interested, any interested actually in the agency? And within one month, we flew to Arizona, met the principals. They had a deal on the table already. We overrode the deal, dropped 100% cash, and took it off the table and acquired the agency in 45 days. Wow. So the aggressive play is the benefit of why I have what I have now, because the lead producer on that book came with us. He's still my employee. I call him the godfather. He literally is one of the, he wrote the first policies in the cannabis space with Lloyd's of London in Colorado, Washington, and Oregon. And he built a pretty solid book of business from the simplicity of paper marketing when the first magazines were coming out. And when people were in the industry, there was nothing out there. So they found Doug. Well, the unfortunate fact is this agency was not prepared for how successful it would be. And unfortunately, their misfortune became our fortune. Right. We immediately took their company, rebranded it to Nine Point Strategies. And the reason we called it nine point versus seven, seven point leaf is a, is a common leaf for a cannabis plant. A nine point leaf is a perfect leaf. So for us, it was all of our services that we provide for the cannabis industry because we do a lot more than just offer insurance. And for us, go ahead. And, and you took the, I, I think this is such a key point. And I want to make sure everybody gets this. You did a plug and play that you had already built once that was successful and you just implemented it in a different niche. Go ahead. Yeah, we, we literally took everything that we built in pizza for Pizza Assurance, implemented the best practices into the cannabis industry, and furthermore, everything for delivery and distribution, I started creating the rule book. So I started reaching out to the cities saying, you're gonna be doing delivery you're going to be doing distribution. This is what you need to be requiring in your local jurisdiction for insurance requirements. This is what you need to be doing so the state of California is protected. And I proceeded to pound and pound and pound. I also had to go to stakeholder meetings. I also had to be in count. I, I, I literally, I mean, until this crazy world we're in now, you know me, Mike, I was on a plane or speaking on a panel or pounding hard for the last four years. And I'm lucky I had the battery because uh, it was needed. But in the yeah. same breath, it's what, where we are. I mean, we're a national player. I'm licensed, I do business in 26 states. We are officially gonna be writing our first Canadian DNO policy next week. Um, and right. we're now doing international business. Um, what's awesome is our company, who is a small boutique company, has recently been acquired by PCF Insurance Services. So now I have a parent company and a very large bank. Um, we currently have 12 offices nationally. I'm expecting to be at almost 25 offices by the end of this year. The benefit of me now is I now have the pocketbook, the support and the resources to now put a nine point strategies and a pizza assurance in every one of PCF offices across the United States, because I wanna be the largest cannabis and hemp risk management firm in five years, guaranteed in the United States. So that's where I'm pushing and I've got Producers helping me produce, uh, create it as we build it. So I, I want to stop at a very key point. And, and I hope if you're writing notes in this podcast, write this one down. 
And I don't know if you caught what Jesse just said. He has a plan and he knows exactly where he wants to be in five years. Because knowing your destination is all you need to get there. This man has a plan. He's positioned himself through his influence and his, his own training and his work. The only time success comes before work is in the dictionary, right, Jess? Believe brother. You've got, you've got to do the work, but you, you've dedicated and disciplined yourself to do the work, and now you're at the doorstep, but you continue to grow your plan, literally. Yeah, no, I mean, what's awesome, and thanks to your direction, um, this morning I did my first tutelage on how we're going to be launching our podcast, um, and uh, we're hoping to have it live within two weeks or less. I mean, I'd like to have it sooner, but I also, in the midst of everything, want to be realistic, but what I'm excited about is things that you and I know to do, I'm realizing I can't do a lot of my grassroots work I've been doing for my last five, 15 years. I've already embraced video. I've already embraced uh, the change that we're in, but now is the time to really change who you are because not only we don't know when this is going to end and we need to be able to have people find us every possible way because they're going to look to the internet. That's all they're going to do. And then for there, you got to realize in five to 10 years, no matter where you are in your career, the next generation, this is how they want to do business. That's right. So if you don't have your position already there, you're going to get missed. So what I want to do is have that platform be so strong that in five years, it may be just, it's being continued to be nurtured by other people on my team, but we've got that foundation that we present ourselves and then our portfolio will speak for itself. That's absolutely right. You've got to meet people where they are, right, Jesse? And, that's and then by meaning that, that means be willing to make yourself so uncomfortable that the person across from you is comfortable because that's what it's about. It's about them, not about you. It's all about them and never about us. I love that. Love that about you. And, and that's your focus. So um, you've taken nine point uh, to a dominant position. Uh, nationally, now internationally. Congratulations on your success there, by the way. So proud of your journey so far and what you've accomplished. So what's next for Nine Point? Um, we right now are not necessarily rebranding, but we're expanding. So like, we're going to be doing podcasts. We're going to be doing more video. We're going to be doing more interviews. We're going to be giving and putting out more information for everyone that needs it. I mean, really, I'm not trying to sell anyone anything. I want to help solve people's problems. Right. So that could be human resources. That could be OSHA safety. That could be benefits. That could be technology. It could be insurance. It could be loss control. I mean, my mindset's about safety, employee safety, and more importantly, protecting people with best practices. And if right. you don't have it, then let's help create it. Or let me give you what I've got. I'm all about having a proactive approach. You know, it, it, I try to make it simple, um, but I also, like we've said, it's the simplicity comes down to doing the work. One of the things that did surprise me, especially in the cannabis space, which I still am dumbfounded at how much politics are involved with it. I am not a fan of politics. Don't like them, don't wanna be involved. And I think in a lot of ways, suspense. So with that being said, I am now, because I'm up in the Sacramento area before this all happened, I was literally at the Capitol once a month and I'm not a lobbyist, but I'm acting like one and I'm learning the game and I'm basically giving the direction that's needed. And what's nice is now because I've earned the respect and the credibility that when I'm there, people look to me going, okay, 
Jesse's the risk manager in the space. This is his recommendation. And like right now, I'm in the process of trying to help California reposition how it's going to handle delivery. And I'm working on an, the first insurance, commercial insurance contract, and also the ability, because it'll have it'll be if it gets approved, best way to put it, two-wheel cannabis delivery in, in, in California, commercial two-wheeled vehicles. Got it. And, and then we do it on scooters and motorcycles. And then once I have in California, then we'll launch nationally for the rest of the United States. Because everyone wants it. Everyone wanted for food and pizza, but I didn't have enough people wanting and pushing for it because of the position of cannabis. And we are there. We're pushing in a way I never thought we could. So right before this call, I was with, I'm on uh, the board for the California, it's a CC, uh, CCCA, it's the California Cannabis Couriers Association. Uh-huh. That's the delivery association for California cannabis. I'm the political um, board member and I was working with the president this morning and he and I are just talking politics because he's on weekly calls and I'm working with the governor's office now and just like, it's crazy. It's like, <laughs> let's, just, let's just pause for a minute. <laughs> I want to make sure that everybody heard what you just said, because I heard it, and I want to get clarity. Uh, by the way, one of the three greatest leadership thoughts that I've got going on right now in this new reality that we're all operating within is certainty, clarity, and simplicity. So please write that down and execute it as a leader. But the other thing that, so Jesse was on the phone. Uh, he's on the board. What's the name of that organization that CCCCA. It's a California Cannabis Couriers Association, which I'm on the board, and and we're basically to the governor's office. We're one of the nonprofit associations for can. Uh, that's the delivery association. And then there's the CDA, the distribution association, and then the CCIA with the state association. I'm on all of them. So, so you're the go-to guy for this particular industry in this particular facet that doesn't have a policy yet. You're going to help them build a policy that's unique and exclusive to this particular organization. In the meantime, they consult you for everything having to do with risk management insurance. Oh, by the way, when the governor needs to get involved, you're also the guy. Yeah, no, it, it's weird because um, it's positioning and it really has more to do with things that you've taught me, which is by earning trust, you become the authority and then you have the ability to ask. So for me, it was a matter of what can I give? What can I give? What can I help you with? What are your problems? What can I solve for you? And then it became, oh, just call Jesse. Just call Jesse. I just started getting emails. And then I started getting people directed to me. And then I was like, it's working. Okay, let's do it again. And then I'd go to another city. And so I work with Oakland. I work with Berkeley. I work with San Francisco. I work with San Jose. I work with LA. I work with Desert Hot Springs. We're going to be working in San Diego. And Really, the challenge I have is I need to pour water on me, become a gremlin, and replicate. Um, so my team is getting better and helping, and I'm starting to have body uh, people help handle Southern California. And as PCF expands, I get more offices coming on, and it's exciting. I mean, I, I get to I'm helping build something which is really great, and I'm in an industry I love. Um, and in the process of, we're also watching the change of times that we thought we'd never be. And I'm looking forward to looking back in 20 years, saying I was part of that and I helped. Yeah, fantastic. So let's help, let's help everybody because at the end of the day, we are all not just going through this adversity, we are growing through this adversity. And just to hear you talk about the growth that you've experienced and now you're into this you know, new reality and the, the time, changing times and everything, but you're continuing to grow. So if you were to able to give everybody as we begin to wrap up today, one tip 
to help them grow through whatever they're struggling with it is in our industry uh, you are more specific to uh, commercial niches but it could apply to anything that anybody's doing what would that one big tip be jesse growth for me um unfortunately is not a quick fix it's a hyper focus um I, my growth came from and it, the best way to put it what took me eight years to build i doubled in less than a year, as soon as I changed my direction. So that's the best way to put it is, instead of me doing everything, I focus on just restaurants. And then I got even more hyper-focused and just focused on pizza delivery. And then I replicated that. And, and now, like I was talking to my boss this morning and it, it, was, it was really cool to tell him, we've now leveled up in a way that cannabis has matured so I'm really working with the largest brands, what most established people in cannabis in California, and now it's called an MSO or a multi-state state operator. Uh -huh. like, that's the end game in my world, and I'm there. So now that's all I play in. And instead of me working on 10 policies a month, which would be a really good month, I'm writing more like one to two accounts every couple months but they're huge premium. I mean, if I'm not bringing in twenty-five, $30,000 in revenue, we're really not even playing right now because that's what the market is needing my attention. And then I've got a team member that can handle anything we need, but it's the easiest thing for me for growth. And I tell people is it's focus. Mm -hmm. I, I, Bob please a great example of that he crushes it in personal lines. Dude, he has three markets. No one does it better than he does. And he knows those contracts nails, but then he also, only works with highly affluential people, people that want to understand what he brings. And that's the difference. It doesn't matter what you work in, find something you love, find something you can become better at than everybody else. Because unfortunately we're in an industry of a lot of mediocrity mm -hmm. and the more you excel, the more you separate and the more you can actually help others do more. Absolutely. Uh, I was, ironically, you bring up Bob and I was just on the phone with a multi million dollar wealthy client just today that we actually access uh, Bob's markets to protect. And, you know, we were talking about in the success realm about inspecting what you expect. And the client said, Oh boy, I don't know where you learned that, but that's a big one. And that's part of one of the most important things that I know about growing big business, which is how he got really wealthy. Inspect what you expect. That is fantastic. Jesse, I, I know we could go on for hours and we're definitely going to have to circle back and get you on the podcast again. And congratulations uh, on your own podcast launching and, and we will play, make sure you let us know when it's ready. Well, to be on. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Well, no, we want to get you out to the market as well. So Jesse, I've got one last question for you. So sure. we've been so honored to work together in our platinum coaching program. Uh, think back to when you found out about uh, that opportunity. Uh, what it's done for you and uh, recommendations of the such. I would say platinum might be one of the most amazing things and best things I ever did for my career. Um, having you, I mean, you've been a very good friend of mine for a long time, but when it takes profession, you you're able to take uh, the professionalism and fine tune. Um, I think everything that I am doing, you just said, go do, you positioned me. You put me in the place or you said, hey, this is what you need to do. You have to be willing to listen, be willing to be coachable. But I also believe that excellence is in everyone. 
and you are amazing at pulling it out of people. And furthermore, not just pulling it out, if people want to improve, they can just follow your formula. I mean, I literally look at whether for me, my specialization, it started with you teaching me how to even understand how to handle it and what to do. And yeah, I took it to my own place, but it started from the basics you gave me and everyone should be adapting and molding to whatever they're, they're coached and taught. But then furthermore, you're always evolving and coaching. I mean, you live in the industry, you're an agency principal, you are in the, in the trenches like all of us are. And from there, it really comes down to how badly does the person you're working with want it? You know me, man, I bust my ass. I know a lot of people make excuses. You got choices. That's right. It's all about choices. And uh, I've observed my bride for many, many years uh, delivering that. I was just an observer with all of our children. She said, hey, it's all about choices. You made the wrong choice. I'm just here to enforce the consequences. And I'm going, and they're like, dad, help me out. And I said, I can't help you right now. <laughs> Make your bed. <laughs> Jesse Parenti, we are blessed and fortunate and grateful for the time that you've invested today in helping people learn um, just more about the mindset that's necessary to begin to do the work to create a formula to dominate commercial niches. But at the end of the day, Jess, this can be molded over to personal lines or anything else. You've just got to find the plan, create it, continue to hone it and get better all of the time and just get out there and take the action to dominate, right? Absolutely, brother. It's uh, find the focus, find the direction. And I think this could apply to financials, personal lines, benefits, PNC, uh, professional lines. I mean, it really is anything. You just need to find who you want to work with yep. and find how you communicate with them and make sure they, they like the way you communicate with them. I mean, it's a back and forth. It's really that conversation. Yep. And then at that point, now it's putting in the time. Yep. And you're going to make mistakes. Accept and expect mistakes. Learn from failure. Do not hold on to it. And don't make mistakes multiple times. That's right. When's the lessons, baby. When's the lessons? But for those of you who are not familiar with what I just said, lessons are failures. But they're the key to growth. So... Jesse, one last uh, ask of you, and I know you weren't planning for this, so um, whatever works for you. you you're going to be opening up locations across the country and, and possibly north as well. So you're going to need uh, people to partner with to deliver your products. Uh, anybody that might have a, a thought or a question about possibly partnering with you uh, through your expansion, uh, can they reach out and contact you? Please, let me position the, the situation. Sorry to interrupt. So this is for anybody who might be uh, an independent insurance agent who might want to talk about becoming you know, part of the organizations that you're building, right? Yeah, so I've got three models. I literally have 1099 agency owner producers that I've got five of them now that actually use the Nine Points brand that are separate agency owners. They're a 1099 contract. And they, they basically were a GA and we're there to leverage our brand as being the local authority there. And it works very well for them. Okay. I also have the other model where if you're a producer, you're looking for a new home, send me your resume. And if you have a book of business, that's even stronger. And then the last situation is if you're an agency owner and you're looking for either succession plan or an exit strategy, ECF insurance services is open for business. And um, yes, I, I'd love to have the opportunity to talk to you. Okay. Fantastic. So uh, what's the best way to contact you? 
I would say for sending an email at jesse, J-E-S-S-E, at Stratton, S-T-R-A-T-T-O-N, agency.com, or you can contact me directly at 650-421-4300. All right, fantastic. And, and I know you're just out there to help people. Uh, I know people who have uh, connected to you and been able to grow because of it. And, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, we're all just looking to pay it forward. Would you agree? hundred percent. I uh, am only here because I am blessed from the people that have helped me. Fantastic. I uh, could not agree more. And you're one of the people that has helped me continue to grow uh, together through partnership. Jesse Parenti, uh, thank you so much for investing some time today on the Unstoppable Profit Podcast. We look forward to continuing to watch you flourish and grow and just dominate marketplaces. Congratulations on your success, sir. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right, everybody. Uh, hey, thank you for uh, investing in this episode of the Unstoppable Profit Podcast. This is Mike Stromso coming to you live from the League Agency Laboratory. We will see you on the next episode. But until then, get out there, make a difference, be unstoppable, leave no regrets. And if you do anything, just take action because it's only action that's going to lead you to the next win or the next lesson, uh, but you will grow because of it. We'll talk to everybody soon. We'll talk to everybody soon. Take care now. Thank you for listening. If you would like to listen to more episodes or share this podcast with someone you care about, please visit www.unstoppableprofitpodcast.com. Now go out and make a difference. Be unstoppable and leave no regrets.